Illegal Pete's is back, and we are so pumped to have them on board again. As you guys know, the pandemic shut down lots of restaurants, and Illegal Pete's was one of them. They've been back in action for a while now, and we couldn't be happier to promote them. They have a bunch of awesome new stuff going on, including their sound check promotion, which is an ongoing promotion at all locations that offers a free draft beer or house marg with purchase of an adult entree when the guest shows a same-day ticket to any event. So jump on that if you're starting to go out and do things again illegal Pete's can hook you up they also launched their party margs during the pandemic which are 32 ounce house margaritas four times larger than their normal one you can get stuff during happy hour at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m every day one dollar off all drafts one dollar off house and coin style margs twenty dollar party margs one dollar off large chips and queso as well just a bunch of awesome deals right now. Also, apparently their queso is really great and people love knowing that. So now you know. Head on over to Illegal Pete's and get yourself some awesome food today. Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley. With two games left in the season, the Avs are still trying to chase down the President's Trophy. It's very much an option for them to take in a myriad of different scenarios through these last two games, whether it be them simply winning out or getting a little bit of help as well. AJ, is is the president's trophy important? Does it matter? Um, I mean, I don't think it's the curse that other people try and pretend it is. Sure, but yeah, I think in, uh, I think I think this year it'll matter because you're going to get home ice against a team you haven't played. That's true. A version of a team that you have just have never seen before. So I feel like there's comfort in that, you know. Do you do you really want to fly back in and try and take seven games in in Carolina? Do you want to have to go there four times to win? I mean, do you want to have to go anywhere four times to win? That's what I'm saying. Talk about a year in which things are so jumbled already, and you you could legitimately be talking about a semifinal with a ridiculous distance of travel. You're going into game seven. Both teams are beat up to hell. One gets to fly home and sleep in their own bed. Whereas one has to go sleep in a hotel. Yeah. I mean, if they, so if they're, if they end up playing 
the Canadian division winner. Yep. They, we don't even know where they're yeah. going to be. There's a whole other question mark there of how do they even manage that with border crossings and things going on. So. Yeah. Like we don't, uh, chances are they're going to have to go to some, they're going to have to neutral site type of thing. Yeah. That they end up going to. You don't want to mess with any of that. You want to just be in Denver. Yep. Make, make Edmonton, make Connor McDavid come and carve you up in Denver instead. Yeah. I, I think it's a, I don't know how big of an advantage home ice is on any given season. I know it's an advantage. I just don't have the numbers in front of me. Uh, but it certainly feels like a bigger one this year than in previous years, just in general. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like third round of the stuff, but you just look at Colorado, Minnesota, and Vegas. Yep. Those three teams have been exceptional at home, and they've been pretty good on the road. So I think I think it's an important chase. It's not like the end all be all. It's not like oh my god, you know if you don't if if they don't get it, sure. are we okay? Yeah, not you're but, not losing your mind, but you know the you remember that that O one team was a little obsessed with it because they were sick of losing game sevens on the road. They yep. had to go to Dallas. For game seven, back to back years, and they didn't like that. So I think it's I think I think it's important. I mean, I this is a team they've lost game seven twice in a row. They've had to be on, you know, I guess last year they were on the road. Because <laughs> they were in the bubble. It wasn't a away game technically. Yeah. So maybe that's a little unfair, but you know that they didn't love being in San Jose for that game seven. Yep. It's it's definitely tough. I as chat is is alluding to, one, they've already started to let fans back in. Two, there's a decent chance, especially if you get later into the playoffs, that the capacity at the building is significantly increased. We talked about this a little bit at the bar last night off air. When they start to get the capacity up in those buildings to the players, it's going to feel like 100,000 people in there. Yeah. Because they haven't played in front of like more than 2,000 people in well over a year. Yeah. It's like like right now they've got like four grand. Four four K people in in these arenas. All scattered throughout, right? Where you're like, oh, it feels... It feels like a lot of people because it was zero, and they they get they get fifteen thousand people into a building and it's loud as hell. It's gonna be a wave of energy. Yep, that they're just gonna have to. They're just gonna have to see. You know, I know there are uh, murmurs. I don't. I don't. I don't know where they are, but uh, that that course field is going to be full attendance by June first, and the playoffs will certainly still be going on June first. So, uh, you know, and the last time, the last time that course field decided they were going to do something capacity wise, and I was like, "Boy, 
seems like it's going to happen for Ball Arena too, right? And everybody <laughs> gave me a huge fucking lecture about the difference between indoor spaces and outdoor spaces and what happened. Ball <laughs> Arena had capacity on the same goddamn day. Yep. It's it'll be interesting certainly on that side of it. Um uh, I did want to focus back on what's left of the regular season, though, and this President's Trophy talk, because as it stands right now, you have the Avs with 78 points. You have Vegas with 80 points, as well as Carolina with 80 points. Now, Carolina is done at 80 points. They cannot earn a single more point, and no one left besides the Avs can hit 80 points yep. and, and Vegas that's already there. Um, so if the Avs went out, they win the trophy period, full stop. Doesn't yep. matter. Uh, they would be yep. tied at 82 points with Vegas and have all the tiebreakers. So they have, they have the tiebreaker with Carolina too. So if Vegas loses tomorrow and the Avs comically back it up, you know, they OTL their way into 80 points against they the Kings. They still get there. Yeah. They still get it. They have they have regulation win uh, tiebreaker over uh, both Carolina and Vegas. So if they end up in a three-way tie at the top. Colorado takes it. Yeah. Uh, and yes, chat, it is. They are reseeding for the semis. The semifinals and up. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, you don't really need to reseed for the finals, you know. Obviously, yeah. like team team with the most regular season <laughs> points is gonna get home ice at home that ice. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's that's how they're doing it. They'll they will reseed one through four, and one will play, one will play four, and two will play three. It's that so, easy. Again, you want one because you never know. You know what if. Well, you know, what if Nashville's the team to come out of there? It could be. Anything's you know, possible. You look at you look at what if it's the Islanders that come out of there? You know, the Islanders are the Islanders are have been exceptional at home this year. Have a losing record on the road. Make them come to Denver. Yep. It's and I think especially you talk about a team like the Islanders. That's a direct conflict of matchup with the way the Avs want to play hockey, right? You, you um, yeah. Uh, right now, with the way that the Islanders have played over the last couple of weeks, I mean, right uh, now that's just kind of bad. But <laughs> yeah, they they are they are definitely at odds with what Colorado wants to do because the Islanders have decided that scoring goals is just not cool anymore. <laughs> but uh, to the point of Let's face it, there's a very good chance the Avs are going to come up against a slower-paced, more drag-it-out, grind-it-out-oriented team somewhere in the playoffs. Having last change yeah, against that is round one, thing. bro. Yeah, it could be round one. Having last change against that is not nothing. Getting some matchups you want at times can make a big difference. Yeah, I think... Um... I don't think it would. I don't think it would matter much against Minnesota or St. Louis. I definitely not Minnesota. Um, well, St. St. Louis, I think is fine because both coaches want the matchup. They want the same matchup. 
that's not a matchup where Bednar has worked hard to avoid. To avoid it. That's McKinnon. true. That's true. He's he's been totally good. He's like best on best. Yeah. Do it. I dare you to do it. <laughs> and you look at you look at this regular season and how like Ryan O'Reilly popped off in one game. Yep. Out of eight. So um yeah, the Islanders are losing to the Pens, okay. <laughs> it's it, nonetheless though, uh the president's trophy, first of all. If anyone knows it's not cursed, it's Avs fans. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a decent number of President's Trophy winners that have won the Stanley Cup. Yep. It's like six of the last 20 or something. And it's like, okay. So you mean to tell me six of the last 20 number one overall seeds have won, have won the Stanley Cup, and then the other 14 have come from all the other seeds? Seems like yeah. it's not a curse at all at that point. Yeah. You put it into context like that, it's like, okay, you know, does does winning the president's trophy mean that you're like gifted? Like, well, here's your hall pass to the finals. No, of course not. Still gotta go and win. But I mean, this is I find I find it kind of fascinating that Colorado's in this position just given the conversation around the avalanche the last week they lose to san jose everybody lost their shit about how it was oh they're in third place now there's no way they can catch vegas there's no way they can do any of this there's no way there's no way any of these things can happen that have happened and yet here we are yeah they they now like the abs are the abs are one point from securing home ice against Minnesota, the thing that everybody was so sure they weren't going to get after they blew that game against San Jose. Granted, had they not blown that game against San Jose, it They'd would be locked up. Trophy winners. <laughs> this would be done. <laughs> so that's frustrating. But it's and and the stigma around oh well, they, the Avs haven't been any good on the road lately. They just went four and one on a road trip. Yep. It's... So I think I think that it's just it's always what have you done for me lately though. I they went four and one on a road trip. Like, I know, you know, like, I know. you know, you can you can disparage the quality of teams but... all you want, but they beat Vegas, right? And yeah, but you know. Seven games ago, they were about to go on a three-game losing streak. So Yeah, it's true. It, it is what it is. We can take our first period break there as we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get it at the DNVR bar on tap or check out... <coughs> Excuse me. <Whoa. laughs> Couldn't get to the mute button. <laughs> that startled me, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! My brain goes on autopilot when you start reading. Yeah, and then you just hardcore interrupted that thing. <laughs> Check out their 15 can sampler packs as well. The good company, Breck Brew Hard Seltzers, absolutely delicious stuff. You can't get enough of those. They're they're amazing. Uh, appreciate it, chat. 
Sometimes you just got to sneeze. It's the way it goes. It happens. We're also brought to you by Solace Meds. You can check them out online or one of their four locations here in Colorado, wherever you are, whether it be up in Fort Collins, down here in Denver. They even have a couple of locations in Oklahoma City if you happen to be an Oklahoma fan. Right now, use DNVR20 at checkout online to get 20% off your entire purchase at solacemeds.com. That's S-O-L-A-C-E-Meds.com. They have some other amazing deals coming up in store as well. So keep your eyes peeled. Be sure to check them out. Go down there. Get your amazing products. And support our partners because, you know, we like our partners just like we like you. Uh, Also, maybe... Sign up for a DNVR membership if you do like us, because that helps support us directly. Those are pretty cool. You Look, get a bunch of awesome I wrote a stuff. banger of a piece about Philip Grubauer last night. You guys should go read. There you go. That's what you're missing out on. Philip Grubauer's a baller dot com slash AJ Hayfley. Uh that would be the weirdest URL ever. <laughs> <laughs> the dnvr.com we have a bunch of amazing content over there and a bunch more coming for the playoffs now is the time to sign up if you haven't because the playoff coverage we're we're blowing it out we're going hard on playoff coverage for sure so get on it now if you get the annual subscription you get a free shirt you get a free mask you get a bigger beers at the bar you get all sorts of awesome stuff the dnvr lounge is a bunch of other stuff that i'm missing too it's it's worth it trust me it's worth every single penny you can always get the monthly subscription as well. If you're a new user, I think it's like 50 cents for a month, just if you want to check us out. So that's basically nothing. Highly recommend. You can also support our other beats if that's more your thing. Whatever works for you, check us out at thevnvr.com. We're more than just a YouTube channel, but we are a YouTube channel as well. So be sure to like and subscribe to the video because that helps us out on YouTube quite a bit. I know we're pulling in some new people as we get closer to the playoffs. So just say hi. Hit the subscribe button, stick around, get us some more subscribers on YouTube, hit the notifications if you really like us and want to see when we go live every single time. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook with Rudo and AJ. Continuing off of this President's Trophy conversation, and I think this is a conversation that if it hasn't started to surround the Avs this year, it's probably something that's coming. And and I think the way we framed it is that there are some expectations out of Colorado this year, as opposed to the last couple of years where they're the, they were kind of the new kid on the block in the playoffs and pretty much freewheeling for the most part. Mm-hmm. At what point do expectations become pressure? If you win the president's trophy, is there more pressure on you to succeed in the playoffs? Externally, I think so. Yeah. Will will that matter to them? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. Especially because they're they're still isolated. We're talking about getting fans back in arenas and stuff, you know, and filling up buildings and all that, but nobody's going inside the locker room still. Yeah. Yeah. There's still, you know, there's, they finish up a game, they shed the gear, they, two of them hop on zoom for five minutes. Then they dip and they're, they're out, you know, 
they don't they don't have to answer questions about most of the stuff. It's just not it's not that tough. Yep. We had this conversation yesterday. Skywalker says expectation get out of round two, I'd say. LOL. We had this, we talked about this last night sitting at the bar waiting for the game to start. Is that the expectation? Because if the expectation, like Colorado, Colorado and Vegas are vying for the president's trophy, the top regular season team in the league. Is the expectation that they have to get past Vegas? Well, we're assuming Vegas in round two. Like of their yeah. round two opponents that they would have faced across the last three years. This is their best one. Vegas would be the best of those teams. I mean, I think the expectation is still yes. Like, you, you look at it, and they lost to Dallas, and Dallas went to the cup finals. Was that a flash in the pan of magic? Maybe, but they did. So, it's... I, I think it's it is a reasonable expectation, even if Vegas and the Avs are one two in the league. You and look, expectations are always going to be limited by what happens. You know, the way series play out, if you come out of a seven game series and the Avs ended up losing the series because Nathan McKinnon got hurt, you're like, well. Okay, what are you gonna do? Well, but, that's not the seed. Last year, they're screwed. Michael Hutchinson plays three of those games. Right. There's a very good chance they win that series if Philip Grubauer is healthy. Right. And so there's a huge caveat there, and it's viewed as such a disappointment that Colorado didn't make it out of that series. Is it viewed as a disappointment? I think yes. there's like look a little. The, just look at the chat. Look at look at look at what the people who care about the abs are to, are saying. Yes, I don't know that there's I think, a, apparently two second round losses has created a stigma. So here's the thing: like, I think we're misplacing the disappointment of the abs not getting out of round two last year because I think the disappointment is that there was an opportunity to do the thing last year that was missed. And that's disappointing. It's not disappointing that the Avs didn't win a series with their fifth goaltender in net. I just think that if if they had lost to Calgary as the eighth seed the year before, yeah, and they had gotten to the second round last year, everybody would just be excited. But because they got to the second round two years ago and then got to game seven because they got to the second round and then got to game seven last year. You remember they were down three, one in that series. Yep. And they pushed it all the way, not only to game seven, but they had, they had a one goal lead with four minutes to go. They, they were there. They were home. I I don't have these numbers. AJ, I know you've looked at the numbers on teams that have made the second round multiple times. Yeah. I'd love only, to, it was only four teams over the last two years. That I'd love the to see how many teams have not made 
the third round in the past 10, 15 years. Because I bet it's a bunch. The Avs, the Avs have the third longest conference finals drought in the NHL right now. Okay. They're, they have not, the Avs haven't been in the third round since 2002. Yeah, it's been a long time for the Avs. I'm curious how, if you go back to like 2010, how many teams wouldn't have a conference finals appearance? I'm not sure, but don't have that information readily available i just i it's something that's ex- incredibly hard to do yeah yeah well and, and for a lot of the teams like arizona like the the time arizona made it it's a one-off yep um there's really only a couple there's really only a couple of them that have done it somewhat consistently yeah the expectation is that they they are a cup contender, but the raw like the the reality is that yeah the Blue Jackets have have not done it. They're one of the never. teams they've never done it. Yeah. They're one of the teams that has a drought longer than uh, Colorado, Toronto being the other. <laughs> yeah, that one. Is uh, well, tough. they're tied. I think they're tied with Colorado, um, two thousand two. So there you go. The more you know. Um, the, the so how do you balance this? Because it feels like the this is a situation where it's always easy to move the goalposts, right? Because if the Avs make the conference finals, suddenly everyone's going to be hungry for a cup. The conference everybody, finals aren't going to be enough. Everybody's hungry for everybody hungry for a cup. Anyway, yeah, Florida was the other team. Florida. Have they? They haven't won a playoff series since '96, right? I think that's what it is. But yeah, I think you're right. Um, People only made the postseason like six times, and then they have to go through Tampa Bay to win a playoff series this year. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, on the flip side, Tampa Bay has to go through. Yeah. Florida. No, that's going to be a baller series. Don't get me wrong, but it's number one on my series to watch list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. Yes, Grant. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> what? So, is is the take here throw expectations out the window and just be happy, or no? Where's the? Where do you draw the line? Well, there's a standard, man. When they 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 when they when they open up training camp and they say all we care about is the cup. And every time, every single time that they lose, they say, "Look, we set a certain standard here, and it's really high. We want to be the best in the league, and we want to chase down the division title and the President's Trophy, and we want the number one seat, and we want home ice, and we want this, and we want that." It's because it's because they expect themselves to win the Stanley Cup this year. That's their goal, and that should be the, the fan base's goal. That's exactly how they should feel. They, that's exactly the expectation that they have set around this club and their play has set around the young. You don't make it to the last two games of the regular season and be one of the, one of the last three teams standing for the president's trophy and not be a cup contender. You just don't, it doesn't make any sense. You have to be that, you know, the, the fact that the route could be really difficult tough yeah all right 
guess what? If it was a regular, if it was a regular year, and they were doing the normal playoffs with Vegas in their division again, they'd be playing in round two anyway. So that's just that's just that's just how it's how how the cookie crumbled this year. Look, the Evs are no stranger to playing the hardest opponent in the playoffs before the Cup Finals. They did it with Detroit for years. Yeah. So. I mean, you look at Detroit and Colorado, those were the cup finals for yeah. several years. They were playing to see who gets to dunk on the team there, from the East, basically. <laughs> there were three straight years where the East didn't win a game yep. in the Stanley Cup finals. Like, New Jersey had to airdrop in just to keep the East from being totally embarrassed anymore. And even that didn't go well all the time. Yep. Uh, it could be... I see chat asking, does the West play the North to get to the finals? No, not necessarily. So the semifinals are reseeded. Based on regular season standings. Based on the regular season standings, which as it stands right now today, the top four seeds in the league are Vegas, Carolina, Florida, and Colorado. Um, let's just assume, let's assume Colorado comes out yeah, of the West that's and what then, I was so we can, so we can look at what that route would look but like. Okay? If, if we assume Colorado wins the president's trophy, yep. your top four seeds are Colorado, Vegas, Carolina, and Florida. Colorado will have already beaten Vegas to get to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina and Florida would have met and one of them would have won. Let's just assume it's Carolina or, you know, maybe they just assume that the top four, just assume Colorado wins the president's trophy and the top four seeds win. It would be Colorado versus Toronto and Pittsburgh versus Versus Carolina. Carolina. Yep. And then the winners of those would go to the finals. Yep. So if the top seeds all push through Colorado happens to get the team from the North, but depending on how the seeds fall and who wins, Colorado yeah. could play anyone from the playoffs, essentially. Yep. So it's it's very much up in the air. Uh, on that note, we can take our second period break as we are brought to you by StravaCraft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives. You can get it online at StravaCraftCoffee.com and get 25% off when you use code DNVR25 at checkout. If you want to check it out at the DNVR bar, we also have cold brew down there so you can try it before you buy it. It's awesome. It helps with migraines, other aches and pains, IBS, joint pain, stuff like that. So it is super cool. Highly recommend it if you're dealing with a little bit of pain. Check it out today. Also brought to you by Hassle Cattle Company. We brought you damn good beer. Now we're bringing you damn good beef as well. You can get 10% off when you go online with them and use code DNVR10 at HassleCattle.com. They have the best Wagyu beef in the U.S. Just go down to the DNVR bar as well. I love that we have all of our products like in the DNVR bar now, by the way. It's cool. It's super awesome to just tell people, go to the bar and try it. And when you love it, then you can go buy more of it because that's how we rock our products. It's it's that easy. We have their beef burgers, Wagyu beef burgers down at the bar. If you want to get them there, if you want to order their stuff online, you can order $200 worth and get free shipping. Do the group order like we do here at DNVR. It's a great way to save yourself a little bit of money and get yourself set up with a whole big old box of meat. Finally, 
but certainly not least, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook out there. They have the $1 bet for a $100 win offer going on right now for UFC 262. Bet on the main event. Pick someone to win. If you're correct, you turn $1 into $100. It's just that simple. It's coming up this weekend. Look, it's it's just easy money. When you can jump on that, use code DNVR to sign up with a new account to get that offer on the 100 to 1 odds to pick the fighter you like. It's an awesome way to get into MMA. If you don't like it, check it out. I like MMA quite a bit. I think it's super fun to watch. If that's not your thing, though, they have plenty of odds boosts every single day on basketball, hockey, baseball, football, other crazy sports. Whatever you want to bet on, you can bet on it over a DraftKings sportsbook. Some of them border on even being sports, I would say but you can pretty much bet on it so they're super secure safe and reliable as well you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience you don't have to wait or anything like that so download the top red DraftKings sportsbook app now be sure to use that dnvr code when you sign up to get the one dollar into one hundred dollars offer on either of the main <clears throat> excuse me main event fighters you can place your bet whenever even after the event starts, if you have it not placed it at that point, if you get it in before the main event, you're good to go. So jump on it. It's a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ... What up, homie? Does anyone remember who the President's Trophy winners are? Because I feel like the answer to that is pretty much no. Who won it last year? I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. tell you. It. I it, also do not remember. It feels like one of those things, right? Where, like... I only remember two years ago because Tampa Bay was... Well, that you don't remember the President's Trophy. You remember... An, absurdly historic season from a team that like did things that no one was ever doing before. Last year it was Boston. Makes sense. Yeah. I forgot Colorado finished third in that race. Yep. They were not that far out. Yeah. Two points back of uh, the blues with the game in hand. And they had a head to head that they were still supposed to play. So, my point being, crazy how short uh, the between the divisions this year, uh, the the tilt. Only one team with a points percentage over seven hundred last year. Yeah, and now there's what like six or seven, four, five, only five over seven hundred at the moment. Yeah, it well, and Minnesota could could get back there yeah, depending on the end of their year yeah yeah that's crazy it, one uh, team last year and there's six of them well i mean you've said it when you get to play teams like la and san jose eight times yeah it's really interesting <laughs> but uh, the the point here to be made is does the regular season really matter that much i mean yes you get home ice but Nobody's going to remember, oh, you were the best team in the regular season. 
I think the regular season matters this year because it's so it's it's all division. You play all the same teams. They have eight games that they will have against a lot of footage to roll through. Yeah, their first their first round, and if they advance their second round opponents, they will have already played eight eight times. Yep, they have a seven game series against any of them. That's 15 games. 15 games against one team in a, in a single season. This That's like baseball, baseball series numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. question is, are the ads going to be the Rockies or are they going to be the Dodgers? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a, it's a conversation that we could have. Maybe shouldn't. <laughs> uh, but, yes. like or The Giants or the Dodgers. Scheduling wise, home ice wise, opportunity wise, yeah, sure, it matters. Yeah. At the end of the day, history doesn't care. Yeah. The the president's trophy winner is just a little footnote written in the book of NHL records, and that's about it. Look, it's a dope banner that you earned. Sure. Now what you do with it is up to you. But you get to toss that banner up in your your arena, and you should. Do you win enough banners without a cup? Aren't you just Nashville, though? Well, they made a banner up. I know. You're Western Conference regular season champions. Yeah, I know. but Still not the worst. I have no issues with the team putting a President's President's Trophy banner in their building. It's an accomplishment. You go through an entire regular season, and to be first at the end of it, you've earned it. You've You've earned a trophy. Toss that bitch up in the sky. That's awesome. So, just don't make a don't make a banner up. Being the team, being the team that like, oh, they didn't win the president's trophy, but they were the number one seed in the West. So, Western Conference regular season <laughs> champions. But division titles, Stanley Cup banners, President's Trophy, yeah, those all belong up there. Put them all up there. Would you rather have Nashville's made-up banner or retire number one for your fans? (laughs) I would rather not be embarrassing (laughs) and do either one of those things. All right. I'll let you out this time. I'll let you off the hook. Uh, Continuing through the playoffs, though. The this is a season where we don't know how the schedule is going to work. It's starting to seem like the plan with the first games already announced to be starting Saturday that they're going to have a staggered schedule for the playoffs for the first time in a long time. At least a significantly staggered schedule. Yeah. So, it's gonna make watching the first round kind of weird. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, it might be nice, honestly, depending on how much time off there is. You can get to see a bit more of other series, but um, I, I do wonder how this playoffs gets handled on the whole. Uh there's been a lot of obviously this is NBC's last year of, the, of hosting the playoffs at this point Hell the yeah. Olympics are still good to go 
they're gonna happen. Uh, we'll see. They haven't canceled them yet, man. Yeah. There's, so there's so there's so many issues with that, man. That's just a. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But as of right now, they're still on. So scheduling the playoffs could be interesting. I don't know. It's going to be a weird year of playoffs. Yeah. Last year with everyone in the bubble, it was really easy. Yeah. They even had back-to-backs in the postseason last year. Yeah. That was... And you just fired um, them off, which... And and to my point uh, earlier, with the semifinals potentially having a significantly more grueling schedule of travel, depending on who you play and where you have to play, you could see that being an issue especially if they have to pack that into a tight schedule which i yeah. don't i don't think we're expecting back-to-backs to happen this year but no, we're not even then every other day type of stuff especially if you get into game five six and seven where it's travel 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 yeah i mean it's rough if it's like fly to carolina or you know yeah. I use carolina just because it's a tough place it's, to it's far as hell yeah yeah you fly to Carolina, you play, you know, you land, you play the next day, bags packed, you fly back home, one o'clock in the morning, come back. Yep. Next day, you know, you, you practice and then you play after. It's tough. Yeah. Especially with the way that, as you mentioned, with five, six, and seven, it's, it's back and forth and back and forth. So. Who knows? Who knows? I I think it'll be interesting to see. I'll put yeah, it that way. We mentioned this earlier in the show, but um, Canadian teams are likely to have to find a sister city that they just set up shop in for the last two rounds of the postseason. Isn't aren't like some of the they're not letting like shut down through the rest of May even so. Yep. So yeah, that'll be it's going to be tough for that. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. How, I mean, we'll see how, how things progress. They have two rounds to try and figure something out. But right now, they've got bigger problems than hockey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'd deal with more important stuff first. No, not going to make any arguments there. But, and I mean, honestly, there's a whole other question with the North Division, right? Of the presumably if Montreal can win a hockey game, their playoffs will be set relatively soon. They're locked in by the way. Oh, did they finish? Yeah. They finally get yeah, so, they so they're well, clinched. And the only, the only thing, uh, all of the matchups are set. Except for the West. Uh, I guess, I guess Winnipeg lost their way back to Montreal. Hmm. So Winnipeg and Montreal still have seeding implications, uh, and then the West, the but top the, three, <laughs> the top three. Yeah, teams. but like the one of the biggest implications for a wacky playoff schedule is Vancouver has six regular season games left. We'll see. We'll see. Is the NHL actually going to play them out? Is the question. Yeah. Does Vancouver really need to play Calgary or whoever's on their schedule when they're out of when they're out of it already? Is there really, do you really going to, can you, could you imagine 
let's see. Let's let me look at Vancouver's schedule real quick, so I can at least give a realistic I mean, example. Here. While you're looking this up, yeah, Vancouver and Calgary play to to in two days. So could you could you imagine? These are two teams that are eliminated from the postseason that do not need to be playing. Yep. Imagine one of those guys going out there and blowing a knee. Yeah, it'd be bad. And that guy, and we're we're in the middle of May. That's gonna easily ride into next season. Yeah, yeah. you're talking six months for for rehab, six to eight months for for a major knee injury. You're getting into you're getting into the end of the year. We're you're months into you're you're that's carrying over for no reason. You I mean, don't need to seed. You don't need to play these games for seeding in the draft. You, you don't need to. Do, you don't need to. But you I can think use they a will. points percentage, and I'm saying, I oh, I fully expect that they will. But it's it's stupid. Daniel with a great point. Com- no, no fans are even allowed in there. Yeah. All you're doing is filling television ad inventory for just a hand, a small handful of games. I if I'm the players, I have no interest in those games. That's, mm-mm. I would not, I, mm-mm. I would not be, I would not be playing those games. That's just, that's bad business. I, I mean, you signed up for 56 when you started the season, right? Yeah, well, you signed up, you signed up for a lot, a lot of being taken advantage of by the league. And I just think that that's, you got two teams that are eliminated. There, there's no upside in it. There's no seeding. There's no none of that. You don't need to play for seeding for the draft. You have points percentage that can that can skip, that can do all of that. I just mm-mm, that's that's mm, that's crazy to me. I mean, is that any different than like San Jose and Anaheim playing a game late in the season? Then that I mean, those were already scheduled. They extended the season specifically to put these games in. I understand because you can cut days. those games off. Start the Canadian, start the North Division postseason four days earlier or whatever. So they could they instead of instead of having you know a week and a half gap between game one, you know Washington and Boston this Saturday, and then whenever the North Division gets going, mm, I just I would be. I, I would be uninterested as a player. There's I would be, and I would be frustrated of being asked to make. And I mean, there's certainly when it comes to the playoffs, there's certainly a fear, right? Like, what if you're you're the one seed, you're the abs of the one seed, and there's a fantasy thing, not a real scenario. Let's say you go sweep, sweep round one, two, and you're sitting there. And they can't see the the semifinals until the yeah. North Division is decided. You could be sitting there for a week and a half, two weeks, waiting it, just for an opponent. It'll be really interesting to see how how off things get. Yeah, because if they if they were to you know in this comically over the top scenario, yeah, they right. go sweep, sweep. Just the extreme of the extremes yeah. to be clear, but they go, they go sweep, sweep, and they're just sitting there. They have obviously they've got the granddaddy of all momentum, they're yeah. about to get rocked. <laughs> 
hit a brick wall of two weeks. I mean, off. you this this happened. Colorado sports fans remember this Rockies is this, fans this is what happened life, in two thousand seven because they did. They went sweep, sweep, sweep. Yeah, and they rolled on into the World Series. And then spent like what nine days sitting around? Yeah, it was eight or nine days, I think. And it just ruined them. Yep. Yeah, it. Uh, it's gonna be weird. It's, it's a good. That was a good suggestion too. <clears throat> yeah, they don't even need to wait. The North doesn't need to wait for those games to finish. The the Vancouver versus I mean Edmonton doesn't need in it doesn't need it for seating purposes. Nope. And it's just Calgary against Vancouver a bunch of times. So they really don't need... They could start the postseason while those games are going on if they wanted to, to avoid yeah, any of totally, that. Totally could. Probably they should, just, honestly. Yeah. If, as, soon as, as soon as the seeding is locked in, they should go. Yep. Give those guys a couple of days off and then go. Yep, exactly. All right. I think we covered the topic pretty well, AJ. You got any any President's Trophy final thoughts, playoff final thoughts here before... Uh, I don't want to talk too much about specifics yeah, because yeah, we, yeah. we have a lot of preview stuff that we would like to get into this weekend, really. Yeah. Realistically is what we're looking at. With games Wednesday and Thursday. We'll have yeah. our, our usual coverage there, especially because, well... Turns out those games do have President's Trophy implications. Yeah, tomorrow tomorrow's game for sure. Yep, um, will will matter. So keep our you keep your ear to the ground. Yeah, I guess that's the one for yeah. our our post game shows and and all of that. After that, we'll have plenty of playoff preview stuff coming all y'all's way. Thank you for watching, listening. However you consume the podcast, we appreciate all of y'all very very much. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a seven o'clock game tomorrow, so we won't be up until the middle of the night, just late at night. Yeah. A little bit of a change of pace there, but we're out of here. Thank you again, chat. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.